Hey everyone, I'm Lexi Duda and I'm the host of On a Water Break in Ryan Stones. I've grown up a competitive baton twirler, winning numerous world titles, and now I'm a coach. I want to bring to you stories from twirlers from all over. So grab a water break, listen in, because you won't want to miss some of these incredible experiences these twirlers have had. All of this coming up and more on On a Water Break in Ryan Stokes. Hello everyone, I'm Lexi Duda and welcome to On a Water Break in Rhinestones. Today I have Miss Kylene Spanbauer with me. She is the Miss Wisconsin and she's the former University of Iowa Golden Girl. Hi Kylene. Hi Lexi, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Really good, thank you. Okay, so we're going to dive straight into it with Miss Wisconsin. Tell us about <laughs> your journey so far, your favorite parts of it. Tell, tell us all about it. Yeah, it's been really exciting, honestly, since day one, because it was such a, you know, untraditional way of becoming Miss Wisconsin. So for anyone that doesn't know, I competed for Miss Wisconsin last June, and I got first runner up to my friend Grace, and Grace became Miss Wisconsin 2022. And she competed at Miss America in December and won the whole thing. And so as her first runner up, uh, I accepted the role of Miss Wisconsin 2022. So it's just been crazy since day one. It certainly was an adjustment trying to juggle all the responsibilities that come along with being Miss Wisconsin and doing all the appearances and then also still working full-time, which I've been doing. So it's been very exciting, very fun. And I'm really looking forward to crowning a new Miss Wisconsin next month. That's awesome. It's definitely not so much of a traditional way, but you still get all the fun aspects of it. So tell us like, so you said you were watching it I know that we talked before this and you said you were watching the Miss America finals and it didn't hit you right away at mm-hmm. all. When did it finally like sink in? You're like, oh, wow. Like I am now the new Miss Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, well, like you said, it didn't sink in right away. And I mean, even after Grace won, you know, that moment was all about celebrating her. And it wasn't until my grandma a few minutes later came up to me and was like, oh, my gosh, congratulations, you know, Miss Wisconsin. I was like, whoa, you know, they might offer me the role. And I don't think it fully sunk in, honestly, until Grace's homecoming. So we celebrated mm-hmm. her homecoming in Wisconsin in like mid-February. And so a bunch of the other state title holders came uh a lot of people from the Miss America organization, you know, board, former Miss Wisconsin's. I mean, there was a whole half week, full week long, almost celebration, mm-hmm. just celebrating Grace and her accomplishments. And I think that was when it finally started to sink in like, whoa, I am Miss Wisconsin and get to do all the cool things that go along with it. And so you actually, this is, wasn't your first time competing in the Miss America organization. You did it the year before, right? I did it as a teen. Um, so this is technically my first year competing in the Miss division, but I did it as a teen in high school. They have the Miss America's teen program. And the first year I did that, I became Miss Wisconsin's teen. And then it was funny. I actually crowned Grace the year after I won. And then we were just, I don't know, it was kind of special that she got to crown me then as Miss Wisconsin. So yeah, for that sure. was kind of unique. Built the bond since you did Miss uh, Wisconsin's outstanding teen. So mm-hmm. it's just only so it's really awesome. Okay, yeah. so with this, your talent was twirling. So yes. you have a long twirling history. Tell us how you got started in baton in the first place. Yeah, so in Wisconsin, there near the town I live close to is uh, Julie's Touch of Silver Dance and Baton Studio. And my mom actually wanted me to be a cheerleader. 
So she put me in dance classes and the only studio in the area that accepted dancers under like three or four, whatever age I was at the time was Julie's Touch of Silver. So she put me in a combination class where they do dance, baton and tumbling. And I ended up falling in love with twirling and never did become like a competitive cheerleader like she wanted me to. But that was how I got involved with baton twirling in the first place. And so I twirled at Julie's for, I mean, pretty much my whole twirling career. Mm-hmm. And you competed at Worlds. You competed mm-hmm. in collegiate event at Nationals, yeah. a lot of different other places, collegiate event and stuff like that. So you were University of Go- Iowa Golden Girl. Yes. What was, so you guys have a lot of really cool traditions at mm-hmm. Iowa. Like the, I always remember hearing about the wave. That was yes. always my favorite thing at football games. So tell us like performance wise, do you have any super special memories that stick out from your years there? Yeah. um, Well, like you said, the wave is really special. And that tradition started my freshman year, the very first game I ever did. So I I never knew like an Iowa football game without the wave. So that was always really special. And the drum major and I would get to go up to the uh, 12th floor of the children's hospital during the third quarter and like hang out with the kids up there. So that was always special. But when it comes to performances, I would have to say my sophomore year, we did a like superhero show and it was basically like Marvel themed. So we did Batman, we did Spider-Man, we did Iron Man, we did the Avengers theme song. And at the time I hadn't watched any Marvel's movies, uh, but now I've seen all of them. So I'm like a huge Marvel nut and I wish I had like been a Marvel nut when we had done the show, but it was so much fun. One of the most fun shows I think we've ever done. The music was just so good. But what made it so special was for the Avengers theme song, we had all of the um, kid captains that were still, you know, with us and, and living. Um, so before the game, they always bring down a kid captain from the University of Iowa Children's Hospital for every single game. And they kind of like start off the game and wave to everybody and we recognize them. Um, and so we had brought all the kid captains that are still with us, like on the field in the end zones during that song. And so I remember like trying not to cry while I was twirling on the field. Like, it was so special. And everyone in yeah, the stadium yeah. just like lost it because it was, it was just a really special moment of like recognizing, you know, all the kids that are in the hospital and then also just the music. It just was a really emotional performance. So I definitely would say that that is one of my favorites. It's definitely not like a traditional halftime performance that you would think of. So it's a really cool opportunity to be able to offer to people. Um, Especially those kids are definitely looking down every single game Mm -hmm. watching you guys. So for them to actually take a step on that field was probably really special for them too. Um, And then besides that, so like traveling, you guys got to go to your senior year. You, you all got to travel a good amount. So it looked a lot of fun. I'm not gonna lie. I was jealous. (laughs) I was like, man, they're going everywhere. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Did you, did you guys go to a bowl game every single year or just was it the later year? I think, yeah, every single year, except for the, the 2020 year, because uh, none of the bands even performed that year. That was when we did the, the virtual halftime show for everything. So, um, but yeah, definitely senior year was very fun. And especially with it being my last year and getting to share that year with uh, Ella McDaniel, who is now the current golden girl Mm -hmm. feature twirler. It was really fun to share that experience with her and like go to the big 10 championship where we lost miserably, but the experience was super cool. And then also getting to finish out the year in Florida. Like that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So you couldn't have done any of this twirling in college if you didn't also compete. Right. So do you have favorite moments from your competitive years? Because it's not like you just competed in collegiate events. You competed with Julie's at Worlds. You competed mm-hmm. individually. So kind of all around, is there any really big memories that stick out from that? 
there's so many like you get it like you just create so many like memories from the experiences and the opportunities that we get that just make them so special but any favorite ones that stick out probably when we went to Italy I loved that trip that was probably the most stressful world's trip I've ever been on because Julie's Touch of Silver competed in both parade corps and twirling corps so we were stressed but it was (laughs) so fun Italy itself was beautiful and we did end up winning gold for both um, which was really an honor so that was probably one of the favorites just yeah uh even like our tour guide that would go on the bus with us her name was Effie she would always have us like breathe in the sea air like little things like that I remember and they just make the trip so memorable Uh, I would say you know anytime especially the last couple years at nationals I feel like I finally started really enjoying competing as a soloist and and not to say I never like enjoyed it but I always was so like stressed out I felt like I could barely even enjoy myself at nationals and finally those last couple years maybe it was because I was already a college twirler that I just could relax and enjoy myself more which ironically is when I did probably competed the best I ever did was actually when I let myself enjoy it (laughs) so just those last couple years competing for the collegiate you know down the field um the collegiate solo competing in the Mm -hmm. top six a couple times those last couple years was really cool um and yeah, I think uh, going to France too, right before the start of my junior year, because that was kind of like the last time I ever really competed before the pandemic hit. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. That was just a really neat experience getting to travel on a world's team as a soloist and yeah. then like doing really well over there. Like I was really proud of my souls and I still have videos on my phone. Sometimes I'll watch them and like get all emotional. Yeah. Like, oh, remember how special <laughs> that trip was and those moments were. And like, that was the last time I ever really competed before COVID. So just a yeah. pretty good way to go out. Yes, that's definitely going out with a bang. So that is always good. Um, yeah, everything just, I think that once you get to college, you have a different appreciation for baton. Mm-hmm. I I think with twirling on the field and you're a little bit more on your schedule of when to practice and stuff like that. So I, yeah. do, I completely agree that like once I hit collegiate twirling, when I started competing after like football season, then you just felt it differently. You were a lot more relaxed and just like, all right, let's go with the flow. Like mm-hmm. I've been practicing, like I can enjoy what I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, so I definitely, definitely agree on that one. <laughs> um, okay. So as we're at, I know the, the next year of feature twirlers has already been selected. Majorettes has already been selected, everything like that. But people that are even going to be seniors in the fall kind of have to start working now figuring out really Mm -hmm. what they want um where they want to try out um the different requirements there and stuff do you what was your process at Iowa and just in general trying out for colleges and Mm -hmm. what advice do you have for kind of the next generation starting to come up yeah um so at Iowa it's a little different now than what it used to be when I competed or not competed uh, well I guess competed for the the role uh, audition whatever you want to call the process um but we, we had to submit a video out like application and audition and they would select three to do like a live tryout from there so then we would do the live tryout and at the time we got like 12 minutes or I think it was maybe you had 15 minutes of twirling time and I ended up doing like 12 minutes of twirling and that was a lot like prepping for that I thought I was gonna die um, <laughs> that's just a lot of twirling but um that was what the process itself looked like at Iowa. I know a lot of schools are very similar where you have to submit like a video application and audition. You have to be able to do maybe a certain amount of tricks, things like that. Mm-hmm. And so advice for seniors, if you haven't like try to get footage of yourselves like twirling, 
Um, especially, you know, collegiate twirling. If you, you know, are a competitive twirler, try to get clips of those because you usually have to put those together in audition tape. I think too, just um, picking schools that you genuinely like feel like you could belong at. Like that was a big thing for me when I went to Iowa, like the minute I stepped on campus, I felt like I could, that I felt, felt like I belonged there um, and felt like I could be really successful and happy and really enjoy my college experience there. Um, mm-hmm. And so just making sure that like the schools you're looking at, that you're keeping that in the back of your mind, you know, do I see myself here? Does this fit feel right? Do I think I could have like a really great time here? And then I guess also just like, you know, working hard, practicing, but also trying to enjoy mm-hmm. the process too. the process itself. I feel like can be very stressful but mm-hmm. it definitely is worth it in the end. And I think if you try to enjoy the process, you can really appreciate um, just a lot of things about it and appreciate a lot of things about college twirling. Hey everyone, it's Ashley from On Our Water Break. And while you're getting to know some amazing twirlers with our host, Lexi Duda, there's a whole other show happening each week with tons of hosts from all over the marching arts activities, which includes winds, percussion, color guard, and twirling. So join me and all my friends to talk about all the things you and your friends are talking about on a water break. Now back to Lexi. You said that that 12 minutes was a lot. Mm -hmm. Well, we've never had to really twirl. If you twirled in high school, maybe you've had to twirl like a little bit longer and stuff like that. But if you're Mm -hmm. thinking like normally, we've probably never really done a routine that's what over like three ish minutes. I don't know how long cores are, maybe a little bit longer. Like seven. <laughs> okay, okay, like seven. But, yeah. but even by, yourself, you know. that, by, yeah. by yourself, then, um, you, we haven't really had the opportunity to where you need to be twirling that many minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so definitely like conditioning yourself, getting ready for that. So then it's not as difficult to go through. But right. a lot of, I think a lot of schools do want to see how a longer routine in a way, because that's yeah. what you're going to be doing on the field. Because right. Pre-game, you might have some more breaks in it. I think that's a little bit more traditional where, like, mm-hmm. stop and do some announcements. So you can actually, like, breathe in between. Right. But <laughs> after time, I think you get maybe the 10, 15 seconds when they are saying the new song, and that's it. And you're, like, besides three, four songs, like, you're go, go, go. So right. after you're, like, all right. The first first time, I think, doing halftime, you come up and you're, like, I made it through. Okay, good. <laughs> that is the accomplishment, the achievement right there. I got through it. Oh, man. And you're so right, too. And sometimes when you get, like, those 15, like, like second, like, in between, um, sometimes at different colleges, too, you might need to change, like, field positions. Like, I remember at Iowa, those 15 seconds, we didn't stand there. We would run to a different part of the field. So you would twirl for three minutes or however long, and then you would run, and then you would twirl again for three minutes, and you would run. And I had to like condition myself by running. Like yeah. we would do laps and things and I would always run a few extra because I, I would get so out of breath trying mm-hmm. to run in between halftime. So definitely when you get to collegiate drilling, do not take conditioning lightly because <laughs> it will be your best friend, especially because like, I, I feel like you guys probably have like a wide range of weather. So you you, yes. you might get like a couple of warm games, but then like, I feel like you have to get some snowy games. Like oh, it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> My freshman year, our bowl trip was the pinstripe bowl and it was like negative three degrees and, oh and there was gosh. ice and there was snow and we still had to run. <laughs> oh gosh. And for people who don't know, that one's the one in New York. Yeah, this right. one in New York City. So that is a cool one, but it like I think the year after my cousins in the UW Madison marching band, they went and it was like 
30 or 40 or 50 degrees when they went. Quite the opposite of what you were feeling. Yes. So, but anywhere like in the country, I mean, like in Maryland too, you guys would probably get some rainy games as well. Luckily, snowy doesn't really exist anymore. I feel like it used to happen more Mm -hmm. often, but I don't know the last time I saw a snowy game, but some rain definitely sneaks in there. Oh yeah. But I remember there was one year that our first game was so hot that I was like glistening and I went to toss (laughs) up. I'm not kidding you. I think it went 10 yards over. I don't know. <laughs> Thank goodness I was on the edge of the band, so I didn't hit anybody. Mm-hmm. But, man, like, those games come out of nowhere, and you're not used to that. Like, yeah, I know growing up, I trained in, indoors in a gym, stuff like that. So I never really twirled outside until band camp. Mm-hmm. And, man, that that hit me like a ton of bricks because I was like, <laughs> okay, the sun here. Okay, let's figure this out. Um, right. <laughs> So condition yourselves yes. to, you know, twirl in any condition. Because <laughs> it will help you in the long run for sure. Yes. Um, okay, twirling, twirling wise, if uh, any of the little twirlers out there who are thinking about taking on this sport, what advice do you have for them? Ooh, just try to enjoy every moment. I feel like maybe we can say that now because we look back like we've had so many different experiences, but when you enjoy what you're doing, you, I don't know, it just makes it so much more memorable. And I, I don't want to say it makes it so much more enjoyable if you're trying to enjoy the moment. But yeah. um, just it, it really makes this, it's what really makes the sport so different from so many other sports too. When you can really enjoy yourself um, on the field, if you can enjoy yourself in practice, if you can enjoy yourself at competitions, um, it just makes it so memorable. And then too, trying to meet people and make friends along the way. I feel like that was something I didn't do until you know, later in high school and college as well, just because I was always so shy growing up. Um, Mm -hmm. But when you make friends and you can go different places and see like your friends, it's like a reunion too. And that's what also makes it special. I always remember growing up, like I would talk about like, oh, my best friend from the state. And my friend's like, you know, that's not normal, right? And I'm like, (laughs) I know, but that's just the way the baton works. It's like, like, oh yeah, like my best friend from over here. Like I finally get to see her this weekend, even though it's like mm-hmm. here you get to see them. Like it's it's not that often, but it's definitely makes the process a lot more fun because mm-hmm. not of course you're gonna look forward to performing. Like that's part part of the deal with twirling. You gotta you gotta be a little bit excited about it. But right. then you're even more excited because you're like, okay, well I get to see the people that I never get to see. Like that's mm-hmm. the most especially I think like you said, like later, like high school, college, it definitely is different than like growing up because growing mm-hmm. up, you're still, like taking everything in, like mm-hmm. fun can be overwhelming. Yes. I think like yes. when you walk into a gym and you just see stuff flying, you're like, okay, where, <laughs> where do I start? Like, where do right. I go? <laughs> but I think that like, I know for me, the stuff like that always sticks out of my head is like, I remember Tormania during finals for collegiate stuff when it's in Epcot or wherever it is like that's probably one of the coolest moments of just like being around people because Mm -hmm. like like, I mean it's not people that you're around all the time and stuff but everybody's just there trying to represent their school and having a good time so I feel like that was like I think one of the first moments that I was like wow like collegiate twirling is really just about having fun and like cheering on everybody around you. I think that was my first experience with like that kind of stuff. Um, but okay. Then my other th- question is getting started in the Miss America um, organization. Mm-hmm. Is there any like certain advice to get started or just kind of just do it. Don't be scared. Just 
Because I knew it's different from just traditional baton. There's a lot yeah. of other elements that go into it. Yeah, I think honestly, what you said, like just do it. Don't be scared. Like that's just the best way to to best advice I could give about Miss America is just dive right in. Um, because you're gonna gain an experience from it regardless. And even like the good and the bad, like it makes it really um I think it really helps you grow as a person and mm-hmm. figure out who you are and what you want to do. Um like you said, there's a lot of different elements that go into it. There's not just the twirling or if you're a baton twirler, like you would do twirling for your talent or dance, dance, twirl, something like that. Uh, but there's the interview portion. There's the onstage portion. Like you get to wear a dress kind of like you do for modeling, but there's also, you know, the onstage, they're calling it the conversation. How are you do like the onstage question? Uh, there's a little bit of a fitness that they're bringing back to it too. So there's a lot of different elements to the organization. And the whole point of it is to help you learn more about who you are and like grow as a person and gain valuable experiences to help you in your future. So honestly, like, don't be afraid, just do it. You feel like it did help you because now you're working. So do you think that the process along the way definitely helped kind of you be just like a more outgoing, more like anything like that, where you felt like it did change you when you started in the organization? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I can even look back when I was in high school, still very shy and like having to be the Miss Wisconsin teen, like it really put me almost a little outside of my comfort zone sometimes, but like in a good way, right? Like it forced me to like go up and talk to people and approach them and start conversations and not be afraid to talk about myself or twirling or the Miss America organization because you do promote that when you are a representative of the Miss America organization. Um, And even, you know, competing this past year, I look back like a year ago and I feel like I'm so different now. Um, Mm -hmm. And part of that is because of, you know, holding the Miss Wisconsin title for the past few months, but also just in general, even competing last year, I feel like changed me a little bit too, and helped me realize like who I want to be and and what I want to do. And I mean, that's why I'm working in the field I am right now. So I work at a sexual assault counseling center. Like I really enjoy the work I do there. It's very fulfilling. I really Mm -hmm. like promoting sexual assault education and starting those hard conversations. And two, just, you know, again, helping this organization really helps you figure out who you are. And after competing last year, it was funny. I actually kind of knew that I didn't want to compete again because like being in the organization made me realize that I'm not as much of a competitor anymore. Like I like, you know, taking things slower and enjoying life a little bit more and helping out. I teach at Julie's Touch of Silver on a couple nights a week now. Like I like doing those types of things. Um, We're going to a twirling camp soon, you and I. Like I like doing stuff like that. It's going to be awesome. Excited about yes. that one. <laughs> yes. But I like doing things like that now. Like I'm not as much of a competitor anymore. And doing like competing for Miss Wisconsin last year really helped me realize that about myself. So it definitely changes you, helps you see the kind of person you want to be and helps you achieve that and be the person you want to be. That's awesome. Thank you so much for talking with me today. I hope this really helps inspire some of those twirlers out there because you've definitely done a lot of aspects of brought baton to Miss Wisconsin, everything like that. And you've been a great ambassador all around between twirling and college, Miss America, like all of it. Um, So I'm excited to see where you go. I know how many more months of Miss Wisconsin till the next one, next competition? Just just one. So I think um, in two days, it'll be exactly a month. And I'm very excited. I'm excited to, you know, it's really like honored to have the opportunity, but so excited to pass it off to the next person. They're going to have a great year. And see what they're going to do with it. Yeah, it's going to be great. But thank you so much, Lexi. Yeah, thank you.